Trend Centra is a VC-based podcast where we analyze and deconstruct the latest trends across emerging industries, offering useful insights in a fun and exciting way. Tune in every Wednesday to get your dose of Trend Centra. In today's podcast, we discuss the first part of what happened to Facebook's Libra introduction. Announced in mid-2019, Facebook's foray into the world of cryptocurrencies was backed by the biggest names in the industry, including PayPal, Mastercard, Uber, and Spotify, to name a few. But then, Libra was quickly met with resistance due to Facebook's spotty record with privacy and concerns over its ambitions. In October 2019, six of Libra's founding members announced that they are backing out of the project with PayPal being the first one to announce its departure. This led to a domino effect with the project undergoing various changes in scope, objectives and even the name which was recently changed from Libra to DM. Initially set to be launched last year, the project has now shifted its launch date to 2021. So what exactly happened to Libra? What was the real purpose of this initiative? Did Libra deliver on its promises? Is Libra like Bitcoin? Why has the name been changed to DM? All these questions and more will be addressed in this two-part series, with the first part focusing on understanding Libra, its origins and fundamentals. Promises made Libra comes from the word for the Roman unit of weight and it symbolizes justice, balance and harmony. It is also a clever wordplay around the French term Libre meaning free, indicating financial freedom. Libra is an initiative spearheaded by David Marcus, former president of PayPal. During the end of 2017, Marcus envisioned the creation of a frictionless global digital currency for people with mobile phones but no access to banking. He approached his boss, Mark Zuckerberg, with the idea. The idea was well received and Marcus assumed his new role, stepping down from his previous role as the Vice President of Messaging Products at Facebook. He set out to form a team of top engineers, economists and policy makers were faced with two primary challenges, creating a global currency on top of the blockchain framework and increasing Libra's adoption despite the skepticism with which Facebook's products are viewed. With financial inclusion in mind, Libra envisions a world where a seamless transfer of money across countries with negligible fees is possible. With this, it has directly taken aim at the remittance industry and the banks who charge exorbitant fees which acutely affects the poorest sections of the population. Global remittances to low and middle income countries is a US dollar 500 billion industry plagued by inefficiency and high fees, with service charges to send money abroad averaging 7% extracting US dollar 50 billion annually from its users. The users are migrant construction workers, nurses, small business owners, working hard trying to save as much money as possible to send back to their families at home. 
Libra could also enable microtransactions which were hitherto infeasible due to the high credit charges. So how will Libra work? The Libra payment system is designed to support Libra coins which are either single currency stable coin or a multiple currency coin to promote trust and usage the value of each single currency stable coin will be backed by a fully funded reserve consisting of cash or cash equivalents and very short term government securities dominated in that currency every time an individual uses a particular currency to buy libra coins the money goes into the libra reserve and an equivalent amount of libra coin is generated when the user returns the coin the currency value is transferred to the user and the libra coin is destroyed there's always a one to one backing of the coin these coins can be purchased by using currencies like the us dollar within cryptocurrency wallet applications and facebook has developed its own cryptocurrency wallet called calibra there can also be third party wallets other than calibra potentially developed by members of the Libra Association the wallet providers will be responsible for making sure that they onboard users only when they comply with know your customer KYC norms and other compliance measures Libra can be used for peer to peer payments and for payments to merchants or businesses who accept it the user can use Libra without the need for a WhatsApp or a Facebook account But if you do have one of these accounts, Facebook will not automatically import your contacts or use information from your social media profile unless you specifically ask it to do so. So technically your social and payment data will not mingle, reducing the chances of targeted ads based on your payment. With that being said, anonymized data will be used for research purposes. or in specific cases when law enforcement require it so what if your account is hacked or you lose access to your account calibra will refund the lost coins as it's a custodial wallet you also don't have to remember complex passwords calibra will manage the cryptographic keys for you trust issues the 28 initial founding members of the libra which included industry heavyweights such as Visa, PayU, Stripe, eBay, Lyft and Andreessen Horowitz apart from those already mentioned are collectively part of the Libra Association. It is worth noting that none of the founding members are banks. The association is based in Geneva, Switzerland and is meet biannually. Switzerland was chosen for its neutral status and strong support for financial innovations like blockchain technology not everyone can be a part of this exclusive group the members have to meet certain criteria such as market value of more than us dollar 1 billion or more than us dollar 500 million in customer cash flow reach more than 20 million people a year be recognized as one of the top 100 industry leaders by third party associations like S&P or Fortune crypto focused investors must have dollar 1 billion plus in assets under management only one third of the founding members can be crypto related businesses 
research organizations and non-profits are also encouraged to join if they meet a separate set of conditions. Upon joining the association, the members are required to pay US dollar 10 million and receive Libra investment tokens in return. Initially, Facebook intends to generate revenues by earning interest on the large balances of idle cash held by customers. The Libra Association's members can stake a claim on this source of income according to the proportionate number of Libra investment tokens they possess. Each member will only get up to one vote or 1% of the total vote, whichever is larger in the Libra Association Council. The members will also get to operate a node on the blockchain and have a say in the modifications to the code and managing the reserve. There are many reasons why Facebook has invited other industry players to the Libra Association and purposefully diluted its power in the process. The main reason is the eroding trust that people and regulators alike have on Facebook. No one would trust a cryptocurrency fully controlled by Facebook. By inviting more companies and giving up power, Facebook has increased the chances of Libra gaining global acceptance and adoption. The association can also help in dealing with the financial aspects of the project and in dealing with regulators. Bitcoin but better Unlike Bitcoin, the Libra blockchain is a permission network, meaning only certain entities that have met specific criteria are allowed to control the governance of the blockchain. In essence, Libra has traded trust for increased efficiency. In the case of Bitcoin, you need not trust anyone. You can verify the entire blockchain by yourself, but at the cost of efficiency of transaction. Since Libra will be able to pay back its initial investors by way of interest income and because it is backed by a 1 to 1 reserve, there can be potentially be an infinite number of Libra coins, unlike Bitcoin which is capped at 21 million. This also means that Libra coin doesn't have to be mined like Bitcoin, which has been criticized for the environmental consequences of its mining process. All this makes Libra more efficient than Bitcoin, which can process only 7 transactions per second compared to Libra's promise of 1000 transactions per second. Another issue plaguing cryptos like Bitcoin and Ethereum is that they were never meant to act as a medium of exchange and have huge fluctuations in value. This has discouraged the widespread adoption resulting in them being mostly used for speculation. Conclusion With its dabbling in cryptocurrencies, Facebook is entering uncharted territory with huge potential upsides, similar to what the increased usage of the internet did to Google. By being a pioneer in the cryptocurrency space, Libra can truly be the first mobile digital reserve currency. But such an ambitious goal does not come without a few major hiccups. The second part of the series will focus more on Facebook's challenges and how the regulators are playing catch-up when it comes to crypto. So please stay tuned. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Trendsetra, a VCBay podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. So don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. 